Hello, and welcome to Nantucket After Dark, where we talk about relationships, love, sex, with spirit in the mix. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Dorothy Stover, seventh generation Nantucketer, love and pleasure teacher, founder of the Nantucket Love School, where we focus on spirit and pleasure so that our students feel more love in their lives. I've been helping women transform their lives, feel empowered because I support students connecting their spirit, their intuitive selves, and how they can heal their bodies and their lives. I'm so glad you could join us. Let us dive in today's episode. Thank you, Nora, for coming and chatting with me today. So we are going to talk about your experience with the Sacred Sexual Women's Circle. Thank you. This is Nora Costello of Awake Oasis. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. So I'll do a couple of questions. Um, the first questions, you know, just as we're just going to jump right on in before um, you join the Sacred Sexual Women's Circle. Did you have any challenges beforehand? Oh my gosh, I had <laughs> so many challenges. I think before I started really working with you, I just felt a huge block with everything with my partner and with myself. And now moving through this, I understand like there was a pleasure block and it was hard to receive and anything I wanted to do with my partner just felt like a chore. So I wasn't having any fun and I wasn't connecting and I didn't feel really fulfilled in that sense. So, I mean, I had so now that I see I had so many challenges, but essentially it was just uh, feeling like everything was a chore and not having those boundaries to really feel like I could say no. And so then I had a lot of guilt of like, oh, I don't want to do this, but now I feel guilty for not doing this because, you know, I need to please my partner. And this is like what you do in a relationship to build love. And I think we talked a lot about that block really being a fear for loss of love. So not only was I not holding a boundary for myself to feel safe and secure and good and confident, but that was also present because I had a fear that if I held a boundary, I would lose love. And so it was this place of like, just, yeah, not having a lot of fun, not really (laughs) enjoying that whole process. And so has that changed at all for you? Yeah, it's changed so much. And I am eternally grateful for you and your work and what you've shown me and what you've taught me. Because like we've talked about, there were moments where I felt, you know, like, oh yeah, boundaries. Like I get it. You know, that's like what everyone says, but there's a very, very, there's, there's deep, deep work here. And there's a difference between knowing and having the knowledge over, you know, boundaries and pleasure and these things, and then actually taking action and being in wisdom with how it relates to you in your life and what you need to do to actually move through those spaces so that you can live a life that feels pleasurable and fun and exciting and safe and in love. And that's what I was really deep down craving, but I didn't know how to access. I felt very lost and confused. And I was, you know, like I said, covered with a little bit of, you know, guilt and shame. And at one point, I think I felt like I was broken. I think we talked about that, like 
I don't know, maybe I need to, you know, I just have to use like all this coconut oil or all this stuff. And, and then I don't feel good about it. And then I started to think like, oh, I need to change my diet and I need to change um, my, I guess it's like my libido, right? I'm looking up these little uh, powders, these like sex powders and um, trying to add things to me so that I could, you know, work so that I could be what I needed to be because I wasn't good enough as I was. And, you know, through that process, I've now completely shifted because I'm able to hold my boundaries. I've created so many boundaries and it didn't create any loss of love. If anything, it strengthened communication and it, yeah, it's so exciting. It, it strengthened communication. It strengthened respect. I think because when you put up a boundary, people are like, Oh, like I'll honor you. And if that's not honored, then there's a conversation there. Right. And, and then to really dive into what do I want for my life? I want a partner that respects me. And if a partner couldn't respect me, then it would be a conversation of maybe it would really be time to entertain, you know, maybe moving on. So being in that place of like, okay, I have these boundaries now. I'm feeling safe now. That safety has become everything because now I'm in control. Like you said, you have the pleasure scale and you are always asking, like, how do you feel? Is this a yes? Is this a no? And that seems when you first say it, like, oh yeah, but I can't even express how much that helps me on a daily basis, not only through this work, but through other aspects of my life too, to really tune into me, you know, instead of like adding the powder and adding the coconut oil and adding this to my life, it's, well, what if I release those things and I really tuned into my truth and where I am and how I'm feeling? Is it a yes? And is it, or is it a no? And if it's a no, that's okay. doesn't mean anything about me. Why is it a no? Why are you feeling that way? What would be a more ideal scenario? What do you need? And that was something that you've taught me too. It's like, but, but what would you want? What would you need? And, you know, sometimes your partner will ask you like, what do you want? And it's like, I don't know. Don't ask me. Just try something. You know. <laughs> so there's, there's that. But then there's this discovery where I have gone on my own individual journey through your program to really sit intimately with myself to discover what I like. Because in that moment, yeah, maybe I don't want to be asked what I, <laughs> what I like or what I want. But there's a conversation outside of that where I could say, hey, you know what? I discovered I really like this. I'd really like to try this. And that way your partner, because your partner just wants to please you too. And they, they're just curious. They want to know. And so if you don't know, and then you're also like, don't ask me. I think your partner kind of feels something like, okay, well, I hope this is good enough. Right. And there's some maybe unspoken insecurity and that communication piece in the bedroom really, really changes the game. And I wasn't able to communicate that because I hadn't sat with myself intimately yet. And I hadn't taken myself to those places of intimacy because it felt scary and it felt like, oh, then there is moments where 
these thoughts arose of, you know, I don't feel worthy of pleasure. Like I, I haven't been in this space before where receiving lots of love and pleasure felt okay to do. So that was also a really, really huge breakthrough for me. That sounds, that's a massive, <laughs> a couple of massive breakthroughs. Yeah. Wonderful. That's amazing. Appreciate you sharing it. And I'm so happy for the world that you went through them. Like, yeah, <laughs> it makes the world a better place. It's like, start to that's beautiful thank you yeah 100% what did you like most about the sacred sexual woman circle community for me is absolutely everything like it's amazing to work with someone one-on-one and to discover this work of course how you laid out the program just you in and of of itself (laughs) like is such an amazing strong and powerful guide But also where I'm at in my life this season, I've realized how insanely important community is through this support, because that's something that I saw myself doing a lot was, you know, I would feel a little guilt or sad or shame or even a little depression and I'd isolate myself. I wouldn't talk about it. I'd quiet my voice. I'd hide in my room. I wouldn't talk to my partner. And that isolation just makes you feel alone and it just makes things worse. And when you opened me up to the world of pleasure, it really opened my eyes. It was like putting on like these rose colored heart glasses, not only through things in the bedroom, but other places of my life where does this feel pleasurable? Does sitting in my room, not talking to my partner, feeling alone, feeling like I'm broken, feeling like, you know, I'm not hot shit. (laughs) Like, does that really feel good for me? And my answer was no, like the pleasure scale, no. (laughs) And so from there, I started opening up to community and being able to be vulnerable and open and express where I'm at with people that I know will hold me, will hold space, will create a safe space that I can trust because they're perspective and their perception and their life stories and their feedback was like also a game changer because we're here to rely on one another to be in that space of let's communicate let's talk let's be here together let's be a support system for one another and I think that was my other key of living life that is of pleasure because community was back to that space of well, that feels really pleasurable and nice to have support, to have people to talk to, to have people that understand you and are going through the same journey with you. And again, it was like, are you, are you worthy of that? I don't feel worthy of that. This feels a little good. And I'm not used to that. I think our body kind of gets used to this comfort zone of like, if you've been in stress, if you've been in hardship, you tolerate it. I think we've talked about this, right? You get in a place of, I'm going to tolerate this. I'm strong and I can, you know, it's almost a pride thing. Like, well, I'm really strong and I can tolerate this and I can get through. And instead it was a shift of like, oh, but there's also massive, massive strength. It's like an up level in your strength to receive pleasure, to receive community and support and good times and love because it's such a vulnerable space and allowing yourself to be vulnerable and open up to those experiences takes a lot of courage. 
for for you to entertain and play with and then to let that become your new way of living and to let that be okay because sometimes there's there's shame over that you know we really as a society kind of um highlight the people that are struggling right like oh you're you're down and you're out and you're struggling and then the people who are doing really really well and like loving their life and feel so good it's like a but I'm like wow you made it there you made it to that place where you feel good and you love your life and you're in love and community and pleasure and you can sit with yourself and love yourself and accept yourself like that's the goal we're all trying to get there but then when people are there it's like okay and so like just highlighting that and the importance of that and like that's my new level of strength is to be in that space and to to witness anyone who reacts to that, whether it be a good reaction or a negative reaction, like that's really powerful to me. Yes. That's such a great, like that was super expansive, that explanation for me, just listening to you say about how society does, we we want people to struggle essentially. Right. And then when people aren't struggling anymore, you don't deserve my, my support or you don't deserve, like it's almost this energy. I do think the world's shifting. So I think more people are like, wait a second. I think we've been sold a bill of goods here. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree that we're shifting. And I, I still see like bits and pieces of that old sort of paradigm and just to acknowledge it so that we can all move into that space together and celebrate. Wow, like you, you feel good. You're doing good. Amazing. You know, and just to really be in that space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. For sure. And that's one of the best parts of that I have found with women's circles, um, especially the ones that I've been a part of. It's this supporting women. It really is so powerful. And when you feel a group that are behind you and want the best for you, and they want you to experience all the joys and pleasures in life, and they want your happiness, you're like, oh my gosh, I can do this. Like, I, it, it can happen. Yeah. And there was a moment in the group where one of the women reached out to me and said, Hey, what you shared in the group was so powerful and I resonate so much with it. And I'm actually going through this similar thing. And we opened up a conversation together. And that to me was so powerful because so often we close our mouth. We don't speak, right? That's the shame and the guilt. And for so long, I didn't really talk about anything until I really met you. And I was like, let me tell you everything because I really trust you. And I know you, <laughs> you'll hold it for me. And, um, and in that space, it just brought light to me too, where we hide these things. And then we're going back again to like almost suffering alone. But the power of when we come into a community and a safe space where we're all doing this work together and we can actually talk about it freely and say, this is what I'm going to, everyone's eyes are opened up so much to how parallel journeys can be and, and how we're in one way or another kind of moving through the same spaces. And that provides, at least for me, so much relief because even her reaching out and saying, hey, I'm experiencing this too, I was like, oh, wow. Like, I'm not alone. Like, well, like, let's, let's talk about it. Yeah. And we can move through that space. It's just the same in times in the world where we 
are met with uncertainty or these events that kind of knock us off our rocker. I think that's a saying. And we come together and we move through those times. Like that to me is so powerful. That's that tribe like essence. (laughs) And that's what I felt in that conversation. And it gave me just a sense of like, oh, I'm here with a group of really powerful women who are voicing these things and we're moving together and we're moving together towards this space that feels so good and we can have ownership over our bodies and our pleasure and how we live life and how we make choices and how we move in partnership and how we communicate. And we don't have to be in this shameful, silenced place. So I think that was another really big piece for me. Oh, thank you for sharing. It's so beautiful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What would you recommend to someone who's on the fence right now with joining? If you're on the fence with joining, like I would just tap into where there's maybe fear. Because for me, the places where I felt called to something, like if you're on the fence, you're already entertaining being in it, right? And you're entertaining that this is the right path for you. And this is something that you're called and that's maybe needed in your life. And so if you're on the fence, like where is that resistance towards taking that step? Because when I've been on the fence with certain things, even through this program, when I was met with resistance, oh, I don't want to do this practice. It's like, well, why don't you want to do the practice? Why are you procrastinating? And it's because diving deep into that journey is not the easiest thing in the world, right? It's not just another to do that, take out the trash, boom, check off the list. It's a deep, intimate journey with yourself that's going to expand your life. It's going to expand the relationship you have with yourself and your body, the relationship you have with the your partner, with other relationships in your life. And I just, I feel like I'm getting like a little teary-eyed just because the amount of, you know, unsaid, unspoken suffering that occurred where I wasn't in this place of bliss and love and deep connection and with someone who could, you know, feel my soul and be in my, I don't know, like my soul language. And we all want that deep connection, like childlike love where we feel safe and connected and supported. And like, that's the key. And to be in that space, we also have to meet ourselves there, ourselves there first in that intimate space in that journey in that connection to learn boundaries to learn communication with ourselves and build that strength and safety so that we can be met with a partner even friendships and other places where we can hold that and so if you're on the fence I would just say dive into where there's resistance and why there's resistance and I can just vouch for Dorothy and her programs that they're absolutely amazing and truly life-changing and from there really deciding what what do you want are you wanting a place where you do explore love and intimacy and connection and pleasure and is that your next level of strength and courage and is that the place you want to go and if so sometimes we need these spaces of community and support and wisdom and guidance especially from other women who have that outside of you yeah 
That's and just join Dorothy's program. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. It's truly the best. Yes. <laughs> um, speaking of the best, what are the what are like three what are three benefits um, that you experience as a result of the Sacred Sexual Woman Circle? Three benefits. Well, one of them is definitely. Okay, this is going to get a little open and intimate, but you talked about, um, well, just having a lot more knowledge over my body and how the yoni is and what she likes and how she wants to receive pleasure and um, not being able, like not really needing coconut oil or like, I don't really use lube or anything like that, but, you know, things like that because I'm able to listen to her. And there was a moment, actually, if I could give more of an example, a PG example, (laughs) but there was a moment where I was with my partner and he was trying to rush. I just happened to do my makeup and I was wearing, I I was wearing a cute outfit and we hadn't seen each other in a while. And he was like, wow, look at you. Like, let's go, you know? And I saw it from his perspective, but because I was able to tune into my body and really like, listen, I was like, oh, I feel resistance. This is a no for me. This feels rushed. So I just so gently said, hey, like, I'm so excited that you're excited. And I would love to spend this time with you. But I think that I just need a little more time. And I need, I forget exactly what I said, but I was essentially saying like, um, I really want you to tune into me and how I'm feeling. And because, yeah, yeah, it was a super huge moment, especially because I've always been afraid of like my boundaries. Right. And to speak that felt so powerful because I had just gotten off of a busy day of like doing things. So I was still in that kind of like buzzing energy and I wanted to be able to sink into like okay now I'm here now I'm relaxed there's nothing to do there's nothing to think about and I hadn't really got there yet and so I just said that to him like let's like tune into me and see how I'm doing and talk to me and and he was like oh I'm so sorry like yeah like and he just completely changed his energy and met with me and was so like gentle and receptive and interested and then things after that were obviously like really amazing and really great so um being able to have sex with my partner that feels really connected and really good and really pleasurable and doesn't feel like a chore I hated that feeling of oh it's been like a week I should probably (laughs) please my partner or he's gonna think something's up and we're gonna have this conversation of if I don't like him and you know all of that stuff and now it just feels like fun and enjoyable and relaxing and life-giving so like that's obviously a huge benefit (laughs) um and I would say the other benefits I guess for me just the really huge main ones were basically what we already talked about, which is the boundaries and the communication and being able to receive pleasure. Because that was another thing in that same example where that was like one of the top experiences of my pleasurable experiences because I was able to not be in my head of like, oh, 
you know, is everything looking good? Or how's he doing? How's he feeling? <laughs> you know, these thoughts we have in our head. And instead, I was able to sink into receptivity, which I feel like is that very feminine aspect. And that was hard for me to receive pleasure. I was always giving. I, I've been in that people pleaser mode and I've just wanted to always give to people. So it's let me please you. Let me do for you. And I was able to just embody the work you taught me and be receptive and like, wow, <laughs> that's a huge game changer for me. Um, so yeah, those would be some of my top benefits for sure. Yeah. Re- receptive is definitely, I mean, it sounds like everything you did in, in those moments, it was divine feminine energy. Like you were very in that divine feminine mm-hmm. and that sacred sex, right. Where you're really honoring your body and honoring your yoni. So well done. Congratulations. You graduated. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Thank you. (laughs) That's so beautiful. And I bet it really turned them on. Like I bet that there's like a lot more. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Exactly. I, I know there's such this idea that women need to please, 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 but men for their divine, the divine masculine wants to please, wants to give, wants to, I mean, that's even the energy of the yoni is to receive and the lingam is to give. So that's even just the energy of the masculine energy is to give. And so men have to keep that in check too, because they just want to give when they're in that divine masculine, men just want to give, give, give. Um, and they also need to learn how to receive as well. So, yeah, so beautiful. There was um, a shift for a moment, if I could share really quick of yeah. like when you're saying this, the dynamic of the feminine and the masculine energies and, um, I, you know, we could be both, but, yes. but playing into that feminine energy for me of receptivity also kind of shifted something in me where I was like, I'm a goddess. Like women are these beautiful, amazing, like goddesses. And to have a man there to support you and please you, like, I don't know what that is, but that just feels so powerful and so empowering and just so like a really cool teamwork, like in, in, I don't know what the word of that is, but like, and then you can switch roles, right? Like, but it just felt very empowering for me it is and and it's a gift you gave to yourself right it's like so beautiful and yes it's so beautiful when we're able to be in those energies and find the harmony Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love thank you for sharing so beautiful Um, I have one last question and that is what surprised you the most about the sacred sexual women's circle what surprised me the most. I had a lot of surprises along the way, but I think the way that you teach about the body and what it can do, I just had no idea, (laughs) you know, but I think the biggest, I don't know if it's necessarily a surprise, but maybe a realization was the depth of the boundary work for me. And in tuning into my body, like I can't express enough how much I use that every day in every area of my life and how much it's improved 
not only like my, the relationship with myself and my partner, but even with like my roommates and my friends and business and, you know, what feels pleasurable and being able to, you know, sometimes going back again to that conversation of when we tolerate things and there'll be moments when I'm maybe at a women's group or a sister circle. And in that moment, I feel uncomfortable for whatever reason, but it's this like, Oh, but you're in a women's circle. Like just suffer through it, like tolerate it because there's people around and there's this, and to just be like, Oh no, I have the choice and the option to make sure that I'm always taken care of and comfortable and safe and feeling good and this, there's just so much depth to that work that I don't think I understood. And that to me was surprising, but then there's all these other little pieces of learning about the body and like what your body can do and all the different ways that it can receive pleasure and just the different, like you taught us different strokes and different, I don't know, ways to explore yourself so that you can really, really tune in and know what your body likes and what it wants and needs and how, how you function. Cause we're all so unique individuals and we're not given tools <laughs> growing up or we're not taught anything of like, here's how to explore your body. So you know what you like and what you need and, you know, and to communicate those things. And so I think that was like very surprising to me as well. Mm. It, it, it is surprising and really <laughs> it, it is it's like wait what can my body do and then when something happens like through some of the orgasms that you can experience you're like wait what like yeah. it's like yeah so thank you for sharing Nora I really appreciate your time and taking the time to talk and um thank you thank you thank you and we'll put some links down below for people to be able to find you and so it's Nora Costello, Awake o Oasis. And you want to just maybe do a little bit on who you are? Yeah, I am a business coach that has really shifted into more of a business management role, an OBM role, but I do a little bit of both. And I created the Awake Oasis to really serve women in entrepreneurship to shift into a place of deeper awareness and a softening into this business journey that we all embark on because it can be a wild ride at times. And so the Oasis aspect is kind of like coming to a place of revival and being able to truly thrive. And your work has just enhanced my work of deepening into like, okay, is it, is it pleasurable and is it safe and is it yes or no and all these things. Right. But essentially that's who I am and that's what I promote. And I want women in business to just be abundant and happy and thrive in life. And yeah, find me on Instagram. <laughs> Yay. Well, I can say, you know, cause I work with you as well. We have the interchanging, um, and so you've helped me to up level. So for sure, if anyone is looking for someone, you're like, wow, I need to up level my business. Um, but it's so much more because you come from the standpoint of like spirituality too, of like really connecting with the self and, and moving in that direction and, and with that energy. And so it's so much more than a business manager or someone who's an advisor <laughs> you really help to up level on the spiritual part, like really connecting with the soul and being out in the world to do 
to make the world a better place. And that's um, my goal. And so you've really helped me to up level and just show up when I'm like, don't want to, <laughs> and I'm so uncomfortable, right? Leaning into that resistance, mm-hmm. like just speaking of that. So thank you. And if there's anyone else in the world that is ready, then they should, or on the fence or just looking, <laughs> they, they need to check out you out for sure. Thank you so much, Dorothy. I really appreciate that. So mm-hmm. much love and gratitude for you in our journey. Same. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I am sending you so much love. And if you're feeling the love, I would love to ask you a favor. Please share this podcast with your community. It's super simple and takes less than a minute, but will help me create more content like this and help other people and spread that love. Here's a fun, easy way to do it. Take a screenshot and tag me at Dorothy D. Stover right on over on Instagram. It's a win-win because I'll make sure to share you with my community as well. Plus, when you tag me, I'll send you a free gift because I like to do my best with spreading love around the world. Thank you for helping me do so. Until next time, peace, love, and hugs. Bye for now.